This is Make Yourself at Home, a podcast from BizNow where we talk about the pandemic's impact on real estate. I'm Miriam Hall. I'm BizNow's New York reporter. Today on the program, we're examining the American Rescue Plan, a $1.9 trillion stimulus package that many in New York are hoping will go a long way to easing the woes of the city. Real Estate Board of New York Director of City Legislative Affairs, Ryan Minnell, says the organisation is now focused on making sure the money gets to the people who need it and working on establishing a framework for commercial rent relief. It goes without saying that we have a lot more work to do. The money is there. It's now in the coffers for both the state and the city. That's going to do a lot in making sure that the budget is balanced for New York State in particular. But there's a lot more that needs to be done in terms of implementing programming uh, for both the city and the state to get the money that was passed by Congress into the, into the pockets of small businesses and of individuals who need that support right now. And so that's what we're really going to be focusing our, our efforts on going forward. Um, there was a lot of work that was done, unfortunately. Uh, those, those asks were answered. Um, but now, uh, you know, we need to shift and, and, and start looking at how we actually see folks who need the help uh, getting that quickly quickly, and, and, and as thoroughly as possible. As you say, it's a monumental piece of legislation. I imagine a gigantic bill just from like a paperwork perspective. And it's yeah. been in the works for, I honestly, it feels like forever. It feels like we've been talking about this bill for years. I know it's only been months. What's the immediate game plan for you? Is it going through all the numbers, crunching the numbers? How do you start from it's been passed, it's happening to, as you say, getting it into the pockets of the people who need it? Right. Well, for revenue, I mean, our immediate process is all hands on deck, right? We were fortunate to have a lot of folks who work within the organization and, and, and through our membership that uh, can look at this legislation and, and really dissect how it's going to help New York City and how it's going to help the real estate industry. And so we do that fairly quickly. You know, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, we know what we have now in the legislation. Now it's a matter of how we take the funds, particularly that, that was allocated to state and local government, and, and turn it into real programs, right? And, and that's what the hard work is going to be going forward. You know, there are programs set aside that were, that were established by statute in the, in the legislation, for example, with uh, residential rent relief. You know, we know that how that program is going to have to be facilitated, which is through state and local government, but there are still mechanics uh, that have to be made and, and put into place in state and local government to make sure that it actually reaches renters, uh, small business and property owners uh, to help them wade through the, the pandemic and get to recovery. Uh, there's also even more abstract programming that needs to start at the state level or the local level um, that will be utilizing, you know, funds that were set aside for state government and the stimulus bill and the American Rescue Plan uh, to do things like a commercial rent relief program. So. It's, it's important to differentiate what happened in the, the stimulus bill in regards to rent relief. As I mentioned, you know, the American Rescue Plan itself establishes a framework for, for residential rent relief, but no commercial rent relief. So that's going to be up to state government and, and maybe to a certain aspect, local government, city council puts together a framework and a program that will work for, for our small businesses. And so these are the kind of things that we're working on right now, particularly with our membership but also with a number of different coalitions from small business organizations to small businesses or whoever it might be um, to make sure that we do things the right way and we do it quickly enough to where people actually see the benefit of the, the funding that was passed in Congress. 
All right, let's try and get through some of the big headline numbers because honestly, that's what they turn start looking like, just big numbers. And as you say, they actually need to yeah. be like, translated into actual programs. So right. from what I understand, New York City's um, getting $23.5 in aid. Is that something that, for example, the commercial rent relief would fall under? Or what would that, right. what would the average New Yorker see from that or the average landlord, the average renter? Well, just to back up a minute, I mean, there's really four different subsects of what the stimulus bill entails that I think are very important for New Yorkers. Uh, to your point, first and foremost is, you know, it, it really allocated directly to state and local government uh, substantial aid. And so for New York State, they're going to be receiving uh, $23.8 billion, which can be utilized, uh, again, for things like a commercial rent relief program, along with a, a variety of other programs to to help you know households small businesses non-for-profits tourism travel whatever it might be um, infrastructure and then additionally on top of that in somewhat of the same lens New York City uh, itself will receive about six billion dollars I think it's also important to mention that you know in both of these instances for both New York State and New York City we were facing before the stimulus bill passed the American rescue plan plan passed you know, substantial budget budget deficits, right? And to balance those budgets, we would have needed to do a few things, either make drastic cuts to essential services, particularly for those who, you know, probably are very vulnerable right now and need that support, or in a situation where we might have, we may have needed to raise uh, additional revenue through new taxes. At this point in time, neither of those things are going to be necessary because what was funded through the stimulus bill, the American Rescue Plan, offset those budget deficits. You know, there's still consideration right now in the state budget in particular about uh, new revenue bills. You know, I think one of our goals is to make sure that any new revenue legislation or tax legislation being considered uh, does not work to the detriment of bringing the economy back. And so that's going to be a big focus. But fortunately, those can be set aside, those, those revenue ideas, revenue generating ideas, uh, due to what the American Rescue Plan did in terms of providing state and local aid. So that 20 plus billion, that's gone to balancing the books, so to speak, in, on city and state government levels. Is right. there any left over that you're saying there's X amount here, we should use it for X? Well, right now it's yet to be seen, right? I mean, they're still working through the budget. I think what was allocated in state and local government funding through the stimulus uh, will help, again, to ensure that no uh, essential services or programming that already exists needs to be cut, right? So it's yet to be seen in regards to if any of that funding can go towards new programming. Uh, in, in my mind, there probably will be opportunities like the commercial rent relief program. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think first and foremost, you know, it's important to know that a lot of uh, what will be set aside is important to not cut uh, what is already, you know, looked upon as, as necessary for New York State, New York City essential services. Okay, so it sounds like the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty crucial in terms of ironing out details there. Very crucial. And I think it's also not a matter of even this budget, but but following the state budget, uh, which will begin on April 1st, you know, what programs can be established, et cetera, to your point, off of money that's left over from the stimulus bill. Are you at all concerned, and I, I'm, <laughs> I know what you're probably going to say to this, but are you at all concerned about the various controversies surrounding the governor right now in terms of this crucial budget season. I know I'm going to get a big fat no comment regarding the specific <laughs> controversies, but we'll, look, we'll leave it to the pundits to see, you know, <laughs> what happens politically. I don't know if that's my place to weigh in on that, but I would say that, you know, we are very much engaged with not only the executive branch of state government, but the legislature. 
to make sure that the, the needs of New York City and, and the needs of the industry are heard. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate to have, you know, good working relationships with a lot of people who are making those decisions in Albany, uh, as well as in New York City, to hopefully get some things done that are very positive for, for our industry. So it wouldn't be a problem saying this may or may not happen because he, he says it won't, but just say he resigned and you had a different governor work with, that wouldn't be a worry for you. We'll cross that bridge when it comes to it, but I think right now we're focused on doing what we need to do. And uh, so far, you know, again, not just with the executive branch, but with, with the legislature, we're able to have those, those conversations. And so well, we're going to continue to work pretty hard to do that. So you said there's four major things, that, that 20 plus billion uh, for the local aid. What else is top of mind for you? Obviously, more yeah. than rent assistance is the biggest thing. Yeah, let's touch on that. So, you know, and again, I mean, there's two, real, two really main aspects of, of the rent relief. The first is on the residential side, right? Uh, we've already seen money set aside for rental assistance for residential tenants uh, and small building owners. This bill actually allocates an additional $25 billion, which, uh, as you know, is, is very much needed and appropriate. This is another example. You know, the federal government established an actual program to allocate money directly to state and local governments, which would then facilitate handing it or, or giving it out to the people who, who need it. Um, and so, you know, unlike on the commercial side where nothing is, is established for direct assistance for residential renters, you know, there's a direct line of funding that's required to go to, to people in need. And so for New York's, New York State, $25 billion, we actually already, we still have money that was set aside prior to the American Rescue Plan that still hasn't, you know, found the pockets of people who need it, which is a concern, right? And so we need to make sure that we're facilitating this faster and faster to make sure folks aren't behind on rent you know, God forbid, lose their homes. Uh, and the industry is really focused on making sure that, you know, we help vulnerable renters or vulnerable tenants that need this support. You know, we have other programs set aside that we've worked on parallel to the rent relief provided to the stimulus bill that we think has gone a long way. But obviously, $25 billion is really uh, could have a really huge impact on making sure folks to really make their rent payments, right, and not lose their homes can utilize that funding. And so we're really focused on that. But what would that need to be, do you think? I mean, what is the problem, if you're talking about people who need rental assistance haven't even got it yet, and we're talking about money yeah. that's already, I mean, that doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence. It's a matter that the money is getting to the folks who need it. It's just not getting there fast enough. And so we need to find ways to, to cut the red tape, to figure out how we identify folks who need the funding and work in a, in a way that's collaborative to get this done faster uh, than it's happening right now. And so, um, you know, I think there's opportunities to do that. Uh, I think it's a matter of, for one, you know, the industry working or, or the government working, I should say, with the industry and folks who you want to do right by their tenants, as well as non-for-profits who are out there who are providing supportive services to uh, ask at-risk families who, who, who need the support to really find where we can give money to people as fast as possible. And it's, and it's, and we're able to do that. It's just a matter of continuing the conversations to do it most effectively, you know, on the commercial side of things, you know, there isn't a program established directly through the American rescue plan. Uh, this is where a lot of uh, <laughs> energy needs to be focused and making sure that small businesses, particularly once the commercial eviction moratorium is lifted, uh, don't lose their space be, with, with the inability to not pay their rent. And, you know, yes, a lot needs to be done and continue to be, need to be done for um, 
commercial tenants. Uh, you know, a lot of our members have, have worked throughout the pandemic to provide needed relief and, you know, rent deferments and, and lease renegotiations and things along those lines to provide needed support. But when all is said and done, you know, owners also need that, that support in regards to do things like pay uh, property taxes or pay building service workers and other really important aspects of, of running their businesses as well. And so a commercial rent relief program is absolutely necessary. We uh, are, are working very diligently with a few folks in, in Albany, as well as some who are interested on the, on, on the local level uh, to try to find a framework for a program that um, just like on the residential side, will give money into the pockets of small businesses who need that support to help them keep their, keep their space. Right. And so top of mind, uh, something that we're going to be working on very diligently and I'm sure you know, you'll hear about in the weeks to come, but as it pertains to rental assistance and mortgage assistance, this is a critical aspect of the American Rescue Plan that uh, we're very, very happy to see uh, was enacted. So if I can surmise just briefly from what you've said, the rental assistance from a residential side is key and the biggest issue for you is kind of ironing out the red tape and speeding up the process. Yeah. Where it sounds like there's a little bit of we're in no man's land a bit is this, this commercial framework. What are you working with? There isn't any money set aside. Okay. The money's going to have to come out of the state and local aid offers, okay. right? But it, that was, but it's, it's specified that there has to be something there? It's not specified. Okay. Um, I think, though, that there's a real agreement amongst the legislature and, and everyone who's a stakeholder here that there needs to be something done, right? Okay. Um, so, so just so we're clear, there's nothing in this law that mandates a commercial rent relief but there is a general understanding what on a state and city level that there needs to be something done within the funds that have been created. That's right. Okay, great. Yeah, and, and it seems to be like the, the magic number that the state legislature is talking about is 500 million mm -hmm. uh, to set aside um, to be utilized for some sort of commercial rent relief program. And that could either be in the, in the semblance of direct payments to, you know, a certain size of business that need to, to pay their rent, or it could be uh, at some level, some sort of abatement program to where, um, money is provided to you know local governments to offset providing a property owner with an abatement to then in, in turn waive or defer rent for their commercial tenant, right? So it, it's yet to be seen what happens in the end, um, but you know obviously it's incredibly important. I mean everyone has seen and heard about uh, you know problems with small businesses paying their rent or or being able to keep their space in the, in the pandemic, and so. Um, we need to make sure we do all we can to, to help prevent folks from, from losing their space. Give us a sense of the, the complexities or, or the pressure there is when we're talking about a commercial rent relief program. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's, it's, two, it's twofold, right? I mean, I think what folks think about first is the fact that, you know, you have small businesses, whether it be a restaurant or a bodega, who obviously has seen or has been impacted by not being able to serve their community at maximum capacity or uh, allow for patrons to, 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 to enter their space or, or whatever it might be. And as a result, you know, has seen a, a real decline in sales and, and, and an inability at that point to pay employees or, or their rent. And so I think, you know, everyone can empathize with that to a certain extent. You know, our members over the past year, again, and we work with a lot of, of owners on this issue as well as, as a lot of commercial brokers who obviously negotiate these types of, of, of leases on uh, trying to understand not only the, the extent of how this is, has impacted our city, but also 
the complexities of what is being done organically uh, to try to find solutions. And, and quite honestly, in a, in a lot of instances, rent has been deferred, uh, leases have been renegotiated. A lot is being being done to make sure that uh, small businesses and, and you know neighborhood institutions from across the city aren't forced to, to go out of business. But with that said, I mean it's not a there's no silver bullet, um, and, and it's oftentimes very difficult for whatever has been negotiated to to continue you know indefinitely, right? I mean, for example, deferring rent is fine for maybe a lot of commercial owners, but if you're a small commercial building owner who depends on your rent rolls to pay your to pay your property tax or to pay your, you know, building service workers or to keep the building in good shape. It only takes, you know, uh, so, so much time until you no longer can, you know, defer that rent. So obviously, you know, on both sides of the, of, of, of the coin here, you know, something needs to be done to make sure that we're not working to the detriment of, of small business. It's hard to quantify how many businesses have been impacted. It's in the thousands or if not tens of thousands in the city. Um, which is why it's so important to, to come up with solutions uh, sooner rather than later. And the word rent deferral, I mean, that bill's going to come due at some point. It's why it's so important that any program from a commercial rent perspective that goes forward is retroactive, right? Because, you know, for so many businesses, you want to be able to wipe clean what you owe in rent, uh, along with trying to incentivize leases that haven't been renegotiated to, to, to do so between the two parties that have a lease. I think for a lot of folks, you know, they're worried about the deferred rent, particularly if a commercial eviction moratorium isn't extended, you know, what happens? And so finding opportunities for that to be waived uh, or for that to be um, forgiven is very important, I think, for both um, the small businesses, but also the, the, the commercial owners who don't want to see folks vacate their space, right? Um, so it's, it's something that we need to work on very diligently. Yeah, because there is money for restaurants, for example, in that bill. Right. And I'm thinking, how how helpful is it going to be if that restaurant just has to use all the money to pay a rent? Yeah, bill? exactly. I mean, I think you know we're, we're, we we got to rem- remember that. Uh, and to your point, I mean, there was a pretty substantial uh, part of the American Rescue Plan that dealt with uh, providing direct relief to restaurants. But restaurants are 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 you know facing a precedent unlike they've they've ever had before right um and so you know being able to bring back uh, employees um and do everything else that is needed for their businesses without having to worry about rent which of course uh is one of their greatest expenses would be great to have another commercial rent relief program set aside on top of the uh federal restaurant assistance program Let's touch quickly on some of the other things that are really big for New York City. You said there were four things. I'm assuming the other thing is uh, infrastructure and transport. Is that right? That's right. I would say twofold. Number one, obviously the MTA, the subways, Metro North, LIRR, you know, incredibly important to making sure the city gets back on track, right? You know, folks depend on the subways to run effectively and, and we need them to be clean these days. So fortunately, uh, through the American Rescue Plan, $6.5 billion was set aside uh, to make sure that the MTA can continue to operate effectively. And it's actually, you know, it's already seeming to work. I mean, you hear Pat Foy and folks, you know, on the top of the of, of the MTA, you know, talk about, you know, how they're going to be able to to continue to talk about new infrastructure projects, new capital projects due to the, the stimulus bill. So that's a good thing. But I think, you know, most importantly, service cannot be cut and it has to go back to you know, working in some semblance of normalcy 
to get people back into the city, to get people back to work, tourism back, so on and so forth. I mean, it's literally the lifeblood of the city. And so that's a good thing. The other, th the other aspect of, of infrastructure is now that the American Rescue Plan has been enacted and there's been a shot in the arm in regards to uh, capital projects that were already in place and or, or uh, without the type of funding uh, couldn't have been uh, started. Um, you know, it, it also starts um, to put into effect, I think, the next big uh, priority for, for, for Congress, which is, you know, passing a more robust infrastructure plan. Um, and so, you know, hopefully the American Rescue Plan got the ball rolling in regards to, to what is needed to get, you know, capital projects working, um, which not only, you know, is good for New York City uh, from an investment perspective and for, from an infrastructure perspective, but obviously gets people back to work, creates jobs, so on and so forth. And so uh, it's incredibly important in, in, in that, we, that we had this in the American Rescue Plan. Sounds like you're feeling positive. You sound positive. It's looking good. I mean, you know, it, it, there's so much work yet to be done. But I mean, because of the American Rescue Plan, I mean, we just have uh, such a better footing um, than we did here a few weeks ago. And, and so we need to be cognizant of that and, and, and thankful for that. But we have to keep our eye on the ball in regards to making sure that now we, we enact and, and do what we need to do on the state and local levels to get things done. So good, good news. It's positive. We should feel good about it. But a lot more needs to be done and we need to work together. Ron Minnell is the Director of City Legislative Affairs at Rebney. I'm Miriam Hall. Thanks for listening.